Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Final Rosa Podcast. I'm your host, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Ryan. Welcome back. Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. It's been an exciting World Cup so far, so the show is going to be heavily dominated by the World Cup. I'm going to have Ryan kick it off with his favorite takes so far. All right. So, yo, man, this World Cup has been pretty... It's been pretty exciting. There's been a lot of upsets um, and of course, we already had two group stages finalized today, uh, with the Netherlands and as well as Senegal from Group A qualifying, and then we have England and United States qualifying from Group B. Uh, we have France as well as Brazil and Portugal qualified. We don't know which position just yet. They're still gonna play later on this week. Uh, but man, some of the biggest shocks in this tournament: uh, Saudi Arabia overtaking Argentina. That was one of the biggest ones I've seen. Japan taking on Germany. Uh, we'll get into all of that soon. So far, have you been taken in this World Cup? I've been loving every single minute of it, except the 5 a.m. wake-ups, because those were brutal. I didn't wake up for every 5 a.m. game, though. Luckily, um, there's no more 5 a.m. games. Thank right God. Now, it's only 10 and 2. <laughs> Finally. Um, but I, I'm loving it. I love having the feeling of the World Cup being back, getting nervous, getting excited when your team plays. Um, It's been brilliant. I love, I love the shocks. This World Cup is literally shocking, um, but we'll get into it and let's let's go, let's go, let's get right into it. I'm gonna start off with Group A. Ah, <laughs> Qatar, as you we were talking about this, um, we knew they would be bad, but I was not expecting them to be this bad. They give nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, and, and it's a shame because it's like it was a team that was just recently put together. Uh, you know, it's just quality. That's what I would pin it down to. It's just they don't have enough to compete with some of the uh, the bigger teams. Well, you don't, we wouldn't say like Ecuador and Senegal are like the biggest world beaters, but they have some history in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Netherlands, of course, they you know they've been around for such a long time. Then you have a team that's just like I said, re- recently constructed. Uh, they've been not only that recruiting players from other countries to come play for them. Exactly, and, and it just they, doesn't they... work out like that. Exactly, uh, and to and to build on your point, they they just get the players and they have them trained for a year. You actually training for a year and actually being the host nation opening on the first night, um, supporting your nation in the World Cup, you can see the the pressure took a toll on them. The players yeah. they were hyping up, the players they did their profile on, um, they did not show up at all. Ecuador and and gave a good accounting of themselves. Yeah, they did, man. They they came out fighting even against the Netherlands. They they were swinging. They were favorites in that game the way that they were playing. Um, Netherlands, they're looking cool, man. Uh, Gapko, he has three goals each, one in each game. He's looking like he's gonna. You know how every World Cup there's that one player that shines. Mm-hmm. So far, mm-hmm. he's shining. He is. He is. Um, and it's great to see. Like in the first game, it was uh the first game. The first half for me was a hard watch, watch because going forward, Netherlands didn't really show you much. They were um, very reserved, right? Exactly. And I was expecting a lot more from Klassen and um, what's his, his name is slipping me, um, Frankie de Jong. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a lot more. Um, he didn't utilize Noah Lang. I know Noah Lang is probably not having the best season at Club Rouge, Brugge, but. I would expect him to use him to just to, just just to even stretch the play, but he never made an appearance. 
Um, but Cody Gapo, man, Gapo, he he's, he's an exciting player. He's a very exciting player. We saw two, um, the next two games, Memphis Depay get, get, getting introduced more, and they did get better because he's their outball. He's, he's the guy. Off an injury, right? Yes, that's why it took so long to came um to for them to introduce him, and they still introduced him late in the first game, um because they were just not creating anything. Gakpo couldn't do it by himself, so they introduced him. And Steven Bergwijn, man, he's he's letting me down. I expected more from him. I thought Netherlands would be more comfortable, as in like okay, the pay is not playing, but you know Steven Bergwijn, he'd step up. Then. They 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 have these quality players, uh, Netherlands, and like it, it's weird because like when you compare like a lot of the national teams, you compare them to their previous national teams. So like from ten, uh, the the twenty ten World Cup, where you had players like um, Schneider, uh, Robin, Van you know, Persie, Van Persie, those like really high quality. They they had a very offensive team back then, mm-hmm. um, and now it's like a little, little bit more on the defense where you have um, Van Dijk. Ake, uh, uh, even oh, Matthias Delict, Delict, he's another Dumb fry, Dumb freeze. Yeah, they have they have these star players more on the defensive side versus the offensive side. The offensive, they're you know they're gonna pick up too. With I want to, I'm curious about this Gapko kid. You know he he's lighting it up right now, and he's lighting it up too for PSV. Come to Chelsea, we need you. We need oh. all the players we can get. I heard Arsenal were interested in him too. If he goes to Arsenal, I'm done. <laughs> I'm resigning. <laughs> I'm resigning for the rest of the season. I see y'all back in 2023, 2024 season. Um, uh-huh. uh, that's pretty much it. That drafts up. Oh, Senegal. Yeah, that, completely forgot. No Mane, and they were able to just sneak it in. Do you think he'll still play a part in this? Uh did they bring him? I don't think they brought him. I was I, I was thought that he was coming in for the knockouts. If you know, if he would get fit enough. No, I saw I saw reports that his scan is gonna keep him up for a, 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 I think at least a month, mm, uh, eight weeks. Yeah, so to see them doing good without money, kind of I'm kind of proud because even you said they weren't gonna get out of the group when you saw. Um, he didn't say it on ear. He, he didn't say it on ear, people. He said said it in our group chat. He said, "Kind of want to change my my vote yeah. about Senegal." I'm like, where are they gonna get the goals from? But you know what? They proved me wrong, and it's like, yo, Ismail Assar. He's Melasar, yo. He came up big today. Mm-hmm. He came up big against Ecuador. And to be fair, Senegal did play some nice football. They did. They didn't mm-hmm. just sit back and just you know all try to just hit them on the counter. No, they brought the games to both Netherlands and Ecuador. This this Ecuador game, it was back and forth. It was yes. a feisty one too. It was a both fun of game. them. You know, they're playing with you know pride. Yeah, because winner takes all. Yeah, winner takes Ecuador all. Ecuador could have, have afforded the draw, but they they stuck it to Ecuador. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And my man, the Chelsea center back. Cool that should body. start playing striker because we don't have a striker. Cool body. You see that goal? That was, that was a, a well very, taken. very, very well taken goal. Guess and what? um, what? That was that was his first international goal for Senegal. Wow. Wow. That was his first international. You know what? Let's give him a round of applause. Let's give him a round of applause. Congratulations, Koulibaly. Moving on to Group B. Uh, the English and the US. USA. 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 Yeah. Let's go. With all the Pulisic, money. another Chelsea boy. 
Chelsea, oh man, yo, Chelsea's starting to show up in this tournament, and I'm not liking it. <laughs> um, uh, where he, do you want to start? Do you want to start with England? Uh, in a way, I do, and in a way, I don't, but yeah, let's go with them, man. Uh, they routed Iran 6 2 in their first game, and that was a weird game, too, for <laughs> Iran, because, like, what I don't know what had happened with them ever. They, they, it was a goalie change that they had. He had to go off, and then just it was just a floodgate of of goals for them. Yeah. Um. Then the game against the United States, it was just they didn't do anything. United States were the better team. Team. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, United the States was game, the better team. They They, uh, they, they could. They should have won that match. They they boss that game. Mo, you you save Musa. Come to Chelsea. You can replace Conte. Listen to me. All these players. Musa, Musa listen to me. Just come back to Arsenal. I don't, I don't know who let you go. I don't know who's in charge of that. They're not there anymore. No, but in all seriousness, the way this man, him and Tyler Adams cover the pitch, is like they're like, you know, those wind-up cars. It's like mm. someone went on them up and just let them loose. Dude, energetic. Uh, if something from that midfield, you know, the very hard work, and they, you know, they took that mentality from the old USA team. They just took it on another level. They would not stop running, and even Weston McKinney, once he's back fully fit, because right now he's only playing sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. He's another quality player to add to that midfield. Yes, and I'll tell yes. you what is, it's it's a dynamite midfield to have. It's so good to see. It's so good to see. We were starting with England, but we're already here, so let's finish with this. With this, and then we'll speak about England. <laughs> um, but offensive-wise, the only gripe I have with Greg Barhalter' decision is why are you not starting Polit- um Giorena? There, there is something going on there, and it's. I was reading reports saying that he was injured, he wasn't injured, and then Reina said himself that he's fine and he's fit. And why is he not playing? He and, other than Pulisic, he's their other best technical players. Like he could offer so much more to this team. Exactly, and and I would love to see him, Tim Timothy Weah and and Pulisic in that middle three, in that front three. I should say that would be a golden. And let's talk about this U.S. backline. You didn't you didn't notice something? They only conceded one goal. Yeah, that was they they you know I want to say it's the energy of the midfield that really did help them, but. Their defense has been looking solid. Matt Turner too. He's he hasn't done anything. Well, no, he's he's had a couple saves here and there, but Matt Turner he he's looking solid in that back. Uh, Zimmerman and Tim Ream they they held the fort down, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Serginho Des on the other mm-hmm. side on the right hand side, they they were looking pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, my one gripe with the U.S. is their center forward position. They're, yeah, they don't. That's what I'm. Goals. That's what I'm saying. Play. Um. Timothy way through that mid through, through, through that because he can hold up the ball, and um, if you have your two te- best technical players coming off the flank, when they are on the ball or when they're just making runs, the defense, the opposing defense, are, is not they're not gonna know what to do, because it's either you're going to step up to Reina, which leaves Pulisic and Timothy Weah free, lock down Pulisic, but then you got um Giorena free who can just take the ball and go right past you if you need if he needs to. They're very technical and they're very great in tight spaces. But I gotta say, man, Brendan Aronson, he is he, a he's, he's, he's a energetic. Oh my he's ele- oh. he adds as well as to that midfield trio. Um except he's more of you know of an attacking player. Yeah, yeah. He's so, like he he's the substitute for Pulisic or even a starter if um Greg Barhalter wants to start him on a, on the other wing. 
Do you, do you feel like uh, Greg Berhalter holds this team back a little bit? Or do you think he's the right guy for them moving forward? I think he's learning. Um, I think he did a good job with bringing this U.S. team to the World Cup. I think I, he did a good job with saying, you know what? It's this this trip, let's go. Exactly. And he, they're, they're all young. Um, There's not a lot of work of experience there. I think he did a good job to say, you know what? Let's take a young squad to the World Cup. The expectation for us is just to get out the group. In 2026, that's when we can look to make a deeper run because they'll be older, they'll be more experienced. Now, do I think he's getting his starting front three wrong? Everything else up to the starting front three is right. Yeah. Do I think he, he's still mixing and matching his front three? Yes. I really want to see Pulisic, Weah, and Reyna. Because when you even think about the pace, I we spoke about the technical aspect of those three. Imagine the pace. Imagine them three coming at you, and they were and 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 the fiery energy of Adams, McKenney, and Musa, oh, Eunice and Musa. I can't. I'm I'm waxing lyrical about this dude. He's, he's he reminds me so much of Conte, and I'm not. Your wish list, huh? Yes, because of the energy and the ground he covers. He he's everywhere. Yeah. He breaks no, he, up he, he everything. Gives me, uh, Conte vibes. He gives me Conte vibes. Um, I'm glad you left Arsenal. Come to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this US team really surprised me. I really haven't seen them after three games. If they can fix that, um, I wouldn't even say it's a nine position because if you have the three players that gel that can um, substitute position across the game and they're linking up well. You could have a, a fancy front three or a hot front three, which can then deliver you goals, but it's how you use it. But yeah, the US, 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 they got it. They got it. Hey, great. Yeah, great start from them. Um, you know, five points out of the three games, uh, no losses. Only one goal conceded, and it was a penalty. And they face the Dutch in the next round. Yeah. How do you fancy their chances? I uh, all right. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, the way I've seen them play across three games, I know this is gonna be controversial, but I think the US has the better team. The better team. I didn't say they have better quality players. Okay. You know what the difference is? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You could have quality players like a Belgium, but right now they <laughs> more on them in a bit. More them in a bit, exactly. Because Dutch likes to dictate the pace of the game, slow it down. And remember, the best quality for the Dutch is arguably defense. You just said it, right? Look at it this way: if Van Dijk and um, Matthias Delict, and this is, I'm speaking. Purely from a US positive perspective, like giving them the, the, the positive. Yeah. If Pulisic, um, Tim because you know those two are gonna start. If Pulisic is good, because he got a knock today. Um, and whoever's playing on that right hand side, if they have a good game and um you're banking on Van Dyke being average or Matthias Tillich being average or Ake being average, average, whoever is in the back, they could get at this defense. They could get at this team. Cause think about it, the energy that US pushes two out 90 minutes. It's not like, apart from that first game where they dropped off against Wales, they haven't dropped off. They've been at the ready, at the get-go from the first minute to the 90. 
and when you I have a feeling that when you press this um Netherlands team, they're gonna crack. They're yeah. gonna break. And and to your point, it was just like that Ecuador game against the Netherlands. Ecuador were they were looking like they were the the better team when they were giving it to Netherlands. Um, and the Netherlands they were just looking like they were just holding out for a draw. Even Senegal, Senegal was giving them a good game as well. It was a little bit more back and forth until they got their break right. goals. Imagine a more balanced midfield up against that um the middle the the midfield of Netherlands. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but the US has a better a better balanced midfield. You've seen that across the few games yeah. they've played. So I have a feeling, to me, I would give US the favorites in this game, just just how they've been played, just how they've been playing across these two games. But then again, hey man, it's the Netherlands. It takes one moment of brilliance <laughs> from a go, Memphis Depay gap, gap. I have a feeling Memphis Depay. Um, if Steven Bergwijn plays, if they if they can come up with something, it's gonna be magical. But what do you think? Oh, I think it's going to be tough, but I, I want to say just the quality. Like I said, Gecko, he's on fire. I could see him scoring his fourth goal against the United States, and maybe it'll be like a 2-1-3-1 type of game to, uh, for the Dutch. Wow. I really hope it's like, uh, you know, the U.S. battle it out and maybe they overturn it, but I, I, I'm putting it on the Dutch. And, and yeah, they're expected to win, but I think the U.S. are not, um, they're not phased by it. Do you see all these people running around in the middle of the park? And they're oh. pressed. Up. Every game you can comfortably say for a minimum of 60 minutes, they've dominated on the ball. That is not up for debate. Yeah. If they can... And I'm solely banking on how they're playing in this tournament. I'm not talking about past history. I'm not talking about who has the better players. I'm talking about um, match day, fitness, and form. The games are played for a reason. And... Who has the better momentum coming into these games? That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right there. You're right yes. on that point. Okay, but there's other teams that we gotta cover. We gotta actually cover England now. Um England and Senegal. That, that should be an interesting one. Yo, Harry Kane has not scored yet in this competition. You know, I didn't notice. Wow. He's been playing good, but he just hasn't scored. He's like the yeah. Jesus, uh, you know, for Arsenal. He just yeah. hasn't been scoring. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't scored it. That's true. That's true. What did they finally played Phil Foden? What do you think? Are you finally, happy? Finally, they played him, and yeah, Rashford got his third goal as well. So that free kick, bro. That free kick. Oh my God, that free I, kick I, for I, Rashford. <laughs> I just hope that they don't start catching, you know, momentum Four. at the right time because. They could be a dangerous team in the knockouts. And um, Southgate, when it comes to tournaments, he knows how to – I wouldn't say that he, he's a master at it, cause, but he yeah, did the one take into two deep runs. Yep, yep. Let me tell you something. Rashford woke up this morning and said, I'm going sniper mode. Did you see how clean that freaky kick And the second goal. Two megs. Two megs. <laughs> oh, I think he, I think he's warranted to start his next game. Most definitely, drop Sterling. Drop Sterling. I'm saying Sterling, Rashford, and Saka. No, no, I'm saying Saka, Rashford, and Kane up front. But what are you gonna do with with, with Foden though? Because you gotta play Foden. Listen, Foden is it, so graceful on the ball. Yeah, and it, it, it all depends if he's willing even to drop Saka for Foden. That would be another big call if he's willing to do it. But I think he's he he likes what Saka brings to the team. He gives him so much width. He, mm-hmm. You know, isolates the the fullback and, and takes and it on takes the inside, on. either right or left. 
All right. So All right, what would we got a surprise here? What would your what would your uh, starting eleven for um, England be? Um, McGuire for sure. Stones. Um, I've been liking. Has it been Trippier that's been playing recently? No, he's with Trippier, and then but but Kyle Walker came in today because he just fresh back from injury, fresh from injury. Okay, so I would keep it with Trippier because he's a little bit more solid, more technical. Yeah, I would keep it with Trippier. Uh, he's been doing Luke Shaw as well. Um, Declan Rice for sure. He's a stud in the center with Jude Bellingham. You could do Jordan Henderson, or maybe you could take Jordan Henderson out and try a Phil Foden to give a little yeah, bit more he, attacking he has, player. Yeah, he has played in the middle, but Southgate will not play that attacking. So I, I, I doubt it. He's, but he could play. Uh, he could take up Bellingham. Um, play. Calvin Phillips alongside Declan Rice, two holding midfielders because he's done it. He's done it before, and then play Foden up front. So you basically have had a have a fluid front four. But that, that, that that's if he wants to play. Yeah. Hey, guess who just joined us, guys? Javier, what's up? Thank God, thank God, he needs to miss a to play in the center. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Mo Mo is not playing. Um, um, Javier joined us today, guys. He's coming a bit late, but. And as he yeah. comes, you, you gotta answer, bro. What's what's your English for three? And you gotta give us your take on um the game. Yeah. Oh well my English for three, you know Harry Kane, standing striker for England right now. Feel for that he should be playing. And uh, I'll I'll support in Saka as well, but I don't want Saka yeah. to play because I want it to be fresh when he comes back to Arsenal. But yeah, that would be my friend <laughs> that would be my front three still, my ideal front three. What Rashford? What do you do with Rashford? That's what, huh? what do you do with Rashford? What do you do with Rashford? Bench yeah, Rashford really changed my mind <laughs> and and, and sucker right now because hey, that free kick, that free kick was solid. <laughs> that free kick was the, solid. And then but, the second yeah, goal, right? I I think this could be England ideal front three going forward. Rashford, Hurricane, and Phil Foden. It's just that the, the the midfield needs to be sorted out. I don't think so. Gate no. What he wants in that midfield, I, I heard y'all were, were discussing. Mm-hmm. I don't want Jordan. Yeah. Okay, so here's what, because we we have to get everyone's take on this. So Ryan, um, the, we we got your starting level. Let me give you mine. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. the back four is gonna be the same. He's not gonna drop Maguire, and I have to admit, Maguire has been good. Maguire and Stone has been good. Right. They haven't made a mistake yet, which is surprising. So the the, the for the keeper. To the entire back four stays the same. My midfield would be if I'm going to play Bellingham, Declan Rice has to be partnered with him. I am not sure if I want to go with a out and out attacking midfielder. But let me just give you my my, my middle. My mid my middle would be um I would play I would have Bellingham, but I would have him sit right alongside Declan Rice. Because Bellingham um is not 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 an out and out cam, he's a box to box. He covers the ground and he, he covers the pitch and he makes late incoming run. I would have Bellingham, Rice, and I would have Foden because Foden has played that position for City before. And the front three, Rashford, Kane, 
and Saka. Because I can't drop Saka after that first game. You, you, you forgot to score two goals. You forgot how brilliant he was. So that that's my England starting eleven. Um, it's a good headache for Southgate to have. Yeah. What, what do you say? What's it? Let's just get your starting eleven. Javier. My starting eleven. I. All right. For me, Jordan Pickford. Okay. Kyle Walker. John Stones, Maguire, Luke Shaw. I I was going to drop Maguire for Ben White, but, you know, Maguire has been playing really well, so I wouldn't drop him. Uh, midfield, Jude Bellingham, Kevin Phillips, and, you know, I actually put James Madison as well. I would actually want to see him to start in a role, as a number eight role going forward as well, with uh, Phillips in the center and Jude Bellingham pushing up along with Madison. I think that would be really interesting to see. And I know England fans have been calling for a, a midfield like that for quite a while, but you know, so it does what he wants to do. But I think that'd be really interesting, though. Our front tree, I like the front tree that was played today with Harry Kane and Rashford and Phil Foden. And Foden has that outgoing role which he he likes to you know go forward and um you know he can score a pass to Kane as well. King and King can get a header on the ball from Foden passes and so forth. Uh Rashford. Rashford being Rashford, he could always go forward, get a hit on the ball, or he can also cut in as well and score. And, you know, we see he does a free, he did a free kick today, which, you know, he he's really good on those overall. I haven't seen him do a free kick for a while, and this is like, what, the second or first free kick of the tournament, which actually is um resulted in a, in a goal, which is really nice. Yeah, that would be yeah, a free kick. Yeah, that would be my ideal um, starting level for England. But I don't like talking about England, though, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you as you heard in the background, um Brian and I we already covered the US. Uh but we'll have you take oh, Wales oh, and I... how bad they were. Oh yeah, sure. I can touch on US as well to give my own thoughts if you don't mind as well too. Yeah man, go ahead, because I know you've been mm. wanting to speak about them. I did yeah. brilliant, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Uh if you want me to go on Wales, Wales was totally horrible today. I'm sorry. Horrendous. Yeah. The whole um, tournament. Right, yeah, Ethan, you know, Ethan's actually British as well, but you know, for most Welsh players who are born in England, they, they only play for Wales because they cannot get in England starting 11 still. That's facts. <laughs> so, That's facts. Um, Aaron Ramsey is sad to see that he, well, he played really bad today. He got the yellow as well. I don't know what happened to Aaron Ramsey, but he played really bad. Daniel James, I didn't really see him as a top prospect, prospect overall, but... Uh, he, he didn't really live up to expectations though. But Wales, you know, I really don't know how Wales got into the World Cup. I, <laughs> I really don't know how. Because how much points do they have? They have like one? Uh, like like one one yeah, point in the, the entire US, yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah, because is, they drew with the US. Yeah, which is totally horrible. It's totally horrible. And wow, Wales wait like sixty four years to reach the World Cup as well and on the bottle in it. That's really sad. That is really the sad, only, but the, the only team was wor- worse than them would be Qatar. And they right. were horrible. All right, and, and they're out along with Ecuador as well in that in that group. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just can't comprehend Wales. Wales couldn't defend good. The, the the midfield is bad along with Ramsey as well. Sarah Ramsey, but it's true. Uh Bale. What? What Bale. what did he do? What did he what? do? Apart from the penalty. I, I I don't know, you know. I really don't know. Will they have been, been trying to carry this team for the longest while either way, but I don't know. Wales need to stick to... <laughs> I don't even know what to say about them, to be honest. They're just so bad. It's a really bad match. 
really bad match. Yeah. Let's get your thoughts on the U.S. Uh, United States have been playing really well this tournament. Um, I don't know if anybody knows, but I, I read um, Timothy Weah. Uh, he's yes. the son of George Way, who's the president of Liberia, one of the first black persons to win a Ballon d'Or as well. And one of the first um, youths from like a Ballon d'Or winner to actually score in the World Cup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, United States are on a roll. I, I like their team so far. It's a really nice team. Very energetic. Uh, huh? Yeah, we were, Ryan and I were saying they were very extremely energetic. Right, yeah. I mean, it's a really young team. The, the age is like 24 basically 24 years overall the average age and you know i i love that midfield duo of tyler adams and you know um musa as well you know you know i know i knew musa for the longest while because he was also in arsenal academy along with saka and um and smith Rowe as well and you know he was in the england youth setup but he you know he went to the united states choose the united states of course where he was born but i really like the team though it's, it's really nice and matt turner it's crazy that he's a, a backup goalkeeper for Arsenal, but he's a number one for United States, which is really nice. But I'm happy a CONCACAF team is actually, you know, going to the round of 16, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I just like the setup overall. Um, who I actually wanted to comment as well is Brendan Aronson. He's, he's been really, really good coming off the bench and so like that for the past few games. Didn't really start, but he had he got a chance to hold the midfield going down into um most games in the World Cup as well. Uh, who I really want to see right now is Giovanni Reina for Dortmund. I really want to see Giovanni Reina get a chance on, you know, on the wing as well, the right, the right wing or left wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you could, you know, do some serious damage. But right now, Pulisic seems to be doing his thing either way still. It's yeah, today, and so. I, I, and yeah. like Reina said earlier, uh, before you joined us, mm-hmm. you want to see him, Tim Weah, and and Pulisic, Tim Rain, Tim Weah, and and Reina on the state on the pitch together. Yeah. You know, imagine, what? imagine I, them going I, forward. I, I agree with you. Like have Pulisic on the left, where in the middle, Arena on the right would be a really ideal front three going forward. Really dangerous. But, believe it or not. Yeah, right. But would Greg? Get, yeah, I wonder if you actually do something like that though. Well, Josh Sargent, I believe he's injured though. Josh Sargent, he plays for Norwich City. I believe he's injured and, um. Probably you can shut us it up. I never know. I think you will try it soon. All right. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll see mm. what happens. But moving yeah. on. Group yeah. C. <laughs> Argentina, Poland, Saudi Arabia, and Mexico. Who wants to start? Hmm. How about we go to that first game with Saudi Arabia and Argentina? Oh, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. To that. Boy. And most surprisingly, this was a 5 a.m. game that I missed. I was oh, tired, no, man. I saw this game. I saw this game because I had to go to work. When I reached, when I when I was going to work, I was watching it along the way until I reached to the staff room. But so man, I'm gonna let you that... guys, I'm gonna let you guys cover this day, okay? Because I was sleeping, so I didn't really get to see it. Uh, Ryan, you want to start or me? Um, dude, yo, Argentina. They they look like they were in full control of that game. First half, they were winning one zero. They they had like maybe like two or three goals disallowed offsides. Then in the second half, Saudi Arabia, they blitzed them two goals in a couple of minutes. And they just held on for dear life and ended up taking the three points. Big shocker to Argentina. Their first loss in like 30-something games. 36 games, yeah. 36. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a crazy game. And then uh, the second game for Argentina, they played Mexico. 
it was uh, one of those gritty games. Uh, they both teams weren't really showing much, but Argentina they just they started to dom- not to dominate, but they controlled the game. And Messi with the wonder strike, and then even better, Enzo Fernandez he came in and curled a beauty, one of the goals of the tournament so far. And I think they are in cruise control because well, I wouldn't say just yet. Because the group is still wide open. Poland are sitting up top with four points. Right. Uh, and I believe Argentina right behind them on goal difference over Saudi Arabia and uh, with Mexico with one point. Mexico has to play Saudi Arabia. They have to win to get a chance to qualify. Mm-hmm. But they ha- they the hands are, you know, if Poland and Argentina tied, they're basically out. So Poland and Argentina, if they tie both of their game, you know, they go through with Poland on top. And Poland, they've they haven't been looking magnificent. They just oh, they're very reserved. It's hard to break them down, but they they look like they could frustrate teams in the latter stages of this competition. Oh, wow. mm. I like that. Well, well, for for my point of view is that uh, all right, Saudi Arabia against Argentina. Um, Argentina has a really good team. And I know a majority of those players are from River Plate as well. You have Messi, you have Rodrigo de Paul. Rodrigo de Paul, whatever. And you also have, who else do you have? Julian Avarez, uh, Paris, Enzo Fernandez. Right. That, that is a really good super team compared to Saudi Arabia. But the thing with Saudi Arabia is that all those players play for the same club in Saudi Arabia. One team. <laughs> Everybody play for Al, is it Al Halal Saudi? Like everybody play for the one team. So I mean, they know how to communicate and they, their chemistry is really strong. It's a strong green link right here. But either way, though, people really underestimate them because the manager, um, Harvey Renard, he's a really good manager. I mean, 2012, he won the, the Afcon with Zambia. He won it with um Ivory Coast as well. He qualified for the World Cup in 2008. Sorry, 2018 with Morocco. Uh, the first time since 1998, I know he, he beat Argentina. So, I mean, he has a good CV going in right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. He had a really good CV. But either way, it looked like Saudi Arabia wanted it more. They're really pressuring Argentina the entire game. Although, I still think that Argentina should have scored a, a goal, I believe, was offside, though. But this offside thing in the World Cup is really controversial. So, um, I rather not get into it. It's going to get too heated either way because I, we know how... VAR is already, but yeah, uh, they're sitting third right now. I don't think they'll make it. Uh, the next game is who? The next game is against Me- Mexico, Mexico. And, and don't I'm be sure surprised Mexico. if Saudi Arabia beats Mexico. I won't I'm be surprised for the game. I, I I really won't be surprised. I really won't be surprised. I won't. Yeah, I mean, but um, going in as well. Mexico um, Argentina play, versus Mexico. Uh, Oh, this game was really dry out until the sixth minute Saudi because Arabia. Mexico was really, yeah, like, ah, boy. When I was watching Mexico and Argentina, uh, I missed it. I missed came out playing. Like, he stepped up. Boy, it, it was, the whole place was just, was all over. It was upside down. People were like really hyped up. And, you know, where, where I was, where I was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that but, feeling, that feeling. As much mm. as I, I, I'm a Brazil supporter, that feeling of um watching the game, you right. don't know if they lose this game, they go home. Yeah, you understand. Seeing that goal from Enzo Fernandez, that was right. 
That was that, that you was know that feeling that you can only get from watching the World Cup. True. That's yeah. what it was. That's I what it was. You. I it got was a you. Take your breath away moment. Exactly. We're in eighty-seven minutes as well, but still, um, Argentina. It's I know. It's really difficult in 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 the in the in the um the, the, the rounds the rounds going up, but they're really struggling. I I, I see. Yeah, like like they're like really and, struggling. And you're you're right on that. They have brilliant players. They were mm. undefeated coming into the competition, but if you really look at it, the general play is not what I'm expecting. There's the the borderline struggling sometimes. Right. Yeah. The, the, I think, and, yeah, I think breaking but, down the teams that are sitting back is what they're struggling. There it is. With. There yeah, it is. is. That that low block, that that low block is really hard to to um to, to, to go to, against. And I'm, I'm I'm and I'm being honest. I'm expecting they should make it out this group, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if they don't break down Poland because everyone knows the makeup of Poland. Defend first and hope. And hope you can create some form of opportunity for Lewandowski. I, yeah, I could already predict what Poland is going to be starting with in a starting eleven, and I know they're going to pack that midfield as well. You know, it's like it's Argentina, yeah. and they're going to put a man on so, Messi, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. So it's going to be exactly, and it's mm-hmm. going to be if um they can break down Poland, and if you. We, uh, earlier in the podcast, I'm saying I'm judging these teams based on how I've seen them play across the, the group game so far. And I mm. honestly don't see them breaking down Poland unless someone else steps up. Right, because, if... I mean, Poland has a good good attackers as well. Not just Lewandowski, you have Milik and Zielinski as well who can, you know, score goals either way still. So it's not exactly. like they're a, a pushover. All right. Exactly. So you would need someone from the Argentinian side to step up. Like, I'm expecting a, 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 a Latoro Martinez. I'm expecting uh, uh, um, Julian Alvarez. I'm expecting right, Rodrigo yeah. De Paul. I'm expecting mm-hmm. these players that play in Champions League, the highest level of Champions League, to step up. But mm-hmm. they, they, they should not be in this position. Yeah, like I, I see the news that people are saying, "Oh, Messi is, is he's not bringing Argentina X, Y, and Z." But he, sh- he, he should be bringing Argentina at this stage. Exactly, he, he should by himself. And they have he... good players as well, so it's not his fault. Exactly, it's not his he. Fault. Sh- it's him and Ronaldo and him, they're both in the same boat. And I think you both can agree that at this stage in their career, they should not be bringing their national team for the amount of quality their national team has, has, have now. Mm. Ten years ago, okay, they should be bringing this team, but not now. This, this team shouldn't right. be on their back. Wouldn't you I guys agree. agree? I agree. No, I yeah. Exactly. So uh, if if Messi does not... um. Let's say Argentina doesn't win tomorrow. I'm not blaming that on Messi. I blame it on the other ten players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we, we are act, we are acting like these people well, still playing. No offense to the Brazilian league uh, and, and the Argentinian yeah. league. We're acting like they still play in, in the. No, these are players that that are playing at the highest level of club football. Right. Well, that people are playing millions of dollars for. Well, knowing many people that we know. It's gonna all be blamed on Messi for not carrying the team forward. And when Ronaldo, you know, goes forward in the World Cup, to be like, "Oh, Messi didn't do this because he he just cannot bring his team. He doesn't have a backbone whatsoever." But uh, uh, no, and and even then, that that's that, that's even a fluid argument because Ronaldo's team is playing. Yeah, better. definitely. All right. 
Ronaldo could do nothing the entire 90 minutes. Rafael Leal, Joao Felix, Bernardo Silva, and then Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. This goes on. They mm-hmm. stepped up. Mm-hmm. I, I, at this point, I think they're just playing. They, they accepted it. If Ronaldo's fit, he's going to be in the team either way, but he's not going to be the focal point because he cannot be the focal point anymore. They play with him, of course, because the last game Ronaldo played with, um, yesterday, he actually played well. He actually yeah, he, he was he linking did. up well. He was he was even getting around the part well, surprisingly, mm-hmm. right? But at this stage, he's not the focal point. He's still the big name, but he's not the focal point. And if you see how they play, everything is going through Joe Felix, and I love it. This man's a baller, bro. I keep telling you guys, come to Chelsea. But yeah, that's my little right time, Portugal. As <laughs> usual. Uh, Ryan, can I can I get your take on um Ghana? Ghana. Oh, no, 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 sorry. We oh, have to finish we're, group. We're, 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 we're skipping that. Group H. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going all the way to group H. Mm. Um so alright, let, let's finish up this group. Can I have everybody's um top two? Because obviously they're tough to go through. Top two, yeah. Um it's gonna be tricky, but if you know Argentina can beat Poland, I'd see that they'll clinch first, and then I have a feeling Mexico is gonna pull a rabbit out of their hat, and they're gonna just sneak away with a victory and overtake Poland on goal difference. That's gonna be my surprise take for tomorrow. My my for me for me, I have a feeling the Poland game goes down to a draw, um, which would be and, enough to qualify Poland. Yeah, and Poland goes to, and I think Saudi Arabia. Demolishes Mexico. Mm. I, th- I think that game can easily be a 3 deal. Because you know what the problem mm. is with Mexico? And I said this when I was watching them. They have no one to score. Mm-mm. They have runners with the ball, yeah. but that's it. Chucky Lozano is not setting the world afire. He's their one hope offensively. So, and Saudi Arabia, they all play for one team. That number 10 is something serious. Watch out for him. So I'm calling Saudi Arabia and Argentina and Poland or Argentina because I cannot dif- make a, a, a definitive dif- decision between the two. So I'm going to say either uh, Poland or Argentina and Saudi Arabia. Mm. Okay. Have you Argentina is going through and depends on Mexico and Saudi Arabia game. I don't know how else going to go, but I think Poland can go through as well. Ah. Mm. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on, people. Group D, France. Group D sees, again, France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. I tell you what. Denmark is disappointing me. Yeah, the sweethearts of the Euros. Yeah, it's it's really bad for them. Kind of choked a little bit against France, Mm -hmm. man. I was expecting more from that game. Either way, like, Mm -hmm. Erskine got a new heart, but, man, he ain't working out so good right now in the World Cup. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, but France, uh, France. I was expecting France to do good. They have so much quality that they just cannot do bad. Even though they Benzema is out, I think Benzema should be returning soon. I heard that his injuries is is going better than expected. Recovering. They don't uh, need him. Well, I mean, if you want, if you want more goals, you can have Benzema. Uh, you can have Benzema, Benzema starting over Giroud, maybe. And Drew scored yeah, this Yeah, he, he equals, finally he equals Henry's France. record as the highest goal scorer for France right now, which is, wow, amazing. <laughs> you know what's crazy? 
Mbappe has 31 goals in, I think, 71 games, 76 yeah. games or less, or a bit less. And he's going to demolish mm-hmm. that record. Yeah, he got seven like goals for, for, France's, for France as well in the World Cup, which is, wow, that's really good at his age. And what is it, Miroslav Klose's 16 overall yeah. in the World mm-hmm. Cup? I think Mbappe still has three more. Yeah, he doesn't read. He's not even, yeah, he's not even in his, like, his ultimate primers yet. He's like, what, 23 now or something like that? You got, a, you got a lot more World Cups left in him, yeah. of course. Exactly. My issue with the France team is you gotta let go of Hugo release Hugo Lloris and play Mike Megan from um, AC Milan. Mm. Hugo Lloris has a mistake in him. He has a if you if you want to know what a walking mistake looks like, look at Hugo Lloris wow. goalkeeping career. So you're betting on uh, the France team to implode because of Hugo Lloris? I'm we're saying... all waiting for the France team to implode. You know, you know I really like France. So I, I don't even know if I can even I, I, I agree to it like that because... Uh, you don't think Hugo Lloris has... I, I, has I mean, he, he plays the Spurs. What else would he expect? <laughs> that's, that's just my point. Yeah. Um, I don't think France has a good defense. Because uh, they have not kept a clean sheet. Yeah, Opamecano has been suspect, to um, be honest. Yeah, and Juice Kunde just coming back from injury. Very sus. Um, Taylor Hernandez. Sus. Lucas yeah, Hernandez is injured. Mm-hmm. All right, let, let, let's, let's talk about um, the four forwards of these teams. France. Um, Mbappe, I give you an A plus. Like it, it, it's electric. I do watch League One, but to see Mbappe at this level still doing the things he does in League One, it's breathtaking. Oh, I have to give it life, to man. Yeah, same with me on that one. And Dembele does the exact same things, but Dembele overcomplicates it. No, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, I still think uh, Dembele can match him. If it's not him, it would be Griezmann. Uh, they, you know, they both have something to offer uh, mm-hmm. to help Mbappe and France to qualify through. I don't think the implosion will happen just yet. They're into the knockouts, mm-hmm. and they're facing a hapless Tunisia. They have nothing to show for this tournament. They have nothing. Uh, so I, I, I'll, 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 I'll take your word on the Hugo Lloris implosion in uh, when they hopefully they face England in the round of six. 16? No, no, in the they would have to face. Who would they have to face? They would have to face the second place of Group C, so it would probably be Poland or Mexico or Saudi Arabia. I mm-hmm. think Argentina will finish first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's valid. Um, Australia came with what Australia does. Well, like, they're not really like a World Cup team. <laughs> they don't play with one game? Yeah, Australia does what Australia does. But um, they're sitting pretty in second place. Yeah. Yep. Pretty yeah. in second place. And Denmark has to... Take points off of them in order to Boy. qualify. Uh, yeah. Denmark they has been to win. Inspiring. Denmark the has must to win game, win. right? And Australia win. wants win as well. So that's going to be a game to watch. Mm-hmm. No, and with Australia, a draw is good enough for Australia. But the way I expect Denmark to come out playing tomorrow. Um, do they play tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm expecting Denmark to, Denmark to come out all guns blazing. Because a win... Puts them at four points, sends them through in the group. So we already know France is already qualified. Um, the question is, 
whoa, what? The question is how France will hold up defensively going forward. I think everyone can agree with that. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I see what mm. you're saying there. They have to start Saliba in order to uh, to solidify that back. <laughs> so until that happens, I, I can see the implosion coming sooner huh. rather than later. I'm telling you, Hugo Lloris' time is up. But well, we'll move have... on. Moving on. Well, I, I was going to... I was going to say they have Alban Lafont. I think he plays for FC Nice in France. He's a really good keeper who's coming up right now. So, if, yeah, even he's better. Really look for him. I'm telling you, Hugo Luis has a mistake. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to Group E, Spain, Japan, Costa Rica, and Germany. Oh, boy. The first game, um, Spain against Costa Rica. I honestly told everyone I'm not judging Spain off of this first game because Costa Rica were abysmal. They offered nothing. Okay, but I was going to say, if you're not going to judge Spain, you know, you know, really I'll judge upsetting. Costa Rica. They're, they're, I, they're definitely you know, really upsetting is that <laughs> Costa Rica is in CONCACAF and like, Jamaica, just, Jamaica can't beat them either. You understand? And, <laughs> and it's, it's just bad. <laughs> It's it, it's it's very bad. But going going back to this, I that goal difference. Uh, Spain are going to qualify, so I, I, that, that's yeah. not even a, a, a topic here. I'm just saying for that we're discussing the games and how they play out. I don't want to say Spain were that good, but Costa Rica was were that bad. Spain have the quality. Any team with quality, you expect them to run up the scoreline if the, the opposite team was that bad. No. No, I, I mm. see your point on that. Yeah, so I didn't judge them until I saw the game against Germany where they dominated the first half and the first half of the second half. But the last 20 minutes, Germany, when when, when, they, when and, and, um, Hansi Flick um, brought on Leroy Sané and um, this was again, this was in the Spain-Germany game. Uh, when, he, when he brought on Leroy Sané and um, Hoffman, I think it is, his name is, that the the striker for uh, Schalke is it Schalke Verderberman the Verderberman striker and they got the equalizer that changed the game. I think I think at that point Germany were on the brink of elimination. If yeah, because if they lost, yes, because if they must win game for them, no. But yeah, and I think they I was about to say yeah they played Costa Rica. I think they'll win it. I think I, Germany I, I, goes to get a result against Costa Rica. It's just. It's weird because like Costa Rica, they got a result against Japan. Japan kind of shot themselves in the foot after their mm. brilliant start, and yeah. I don't think they they're gonna get a result off of Spain. So I think it's gonna be a Spain and Germany out of this group. So as it stands, if Costa Rica and Japan win, they both go through because they're both sitting they? on three points. What are the likelihood of that? What a bad damn. That's happening. We're talking here. Exactly. Um, if Germany win and Japan and because Japan plays Spain, if Germany and Japan win, Spain's go Spain goes home. But the way the games have been played, um, I doubt Spain is going to lose. No, they're um, in a very favorable position. Super favorable. I was surprised to see Danny Almo play as our winger. Oh yeah. I'm surprised to see him playing playing him as a left wing. And Ferran Torres, he's good for once. 
What? He's been good for two games and the stretch. Yeah, he's a quality period of his has been been one. Other 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 than Marata. Yep. No, 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 really, no good. Oh, still no I, good. I really don't know how. <laughs> still I really don't know how Marta goes to these big teams, you know. I really don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how you bring Marata and leave um Gerard Marina home. I did the big befuddles me. Marta, boy, Marata. The golden boot for what? the Lali. Boy, who is that? Marta have a good agent and he has some secrets for these coaches, man. I swear. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely. He's got um, that je ne sais quoi, you know? <laughs> Yeah. But let's talk about that midfield for Spain. Pedri, Gavi, man. Pedri, and Biscuits. Oh, does that remind you of player. anything? Mm-hmm. Does, uh, the, does that remind yeah. you of anything? Uh, Javi Iniesta, Busquets, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're rolling back to the years. The, the yeah, it's been a good exactly. And Busquets, it's still yeah. there. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's just 24. So, I mean, he's got a, like two more years left. Four more years. Yeah, two, three more years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the, mid- the midfield for Spain because obviously that's the Barcelona midfield. Um. But they're brilliant. They're so good at holding on the ball, holding on to the ball. Playing passes yeah. off the ball, like they don't think it's I. They, they take what they call it, tiki taka, mm-hmm. and the position mm-hmm. game. It's when Spain does it, it's beautiful. The only other team I've seen um, that does it better um, when they're in the pump is Arsenal. But we're not gonna. I'm not gonna compliment on Arsenal. When, when we have mm. Arsenal fans here, but yeah, it, it's so um, good to see the Germans. Uh, disappointing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Like, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I'm supporting Germany for this World Cup, and they're just horrendous, to be honest. And I, I, I mean, like Flick. I, I believe the the DFB is saying that if Flick doesn't try to reach in round of sixteen, yeah, he gotta try to consider his future. But Flick is saying that he wants to do Euros in twenty twenty four. So. I don't even know what's going to happen to Germany right now. But they just play so bad. I mean, we do have a striker right now. Even if Werner was fit, he wouldn't be a striker. But Germany has no striker right now. I mean, the youngest... I mean, we have one, but he's still young. He's just 18 either way still. And if we're playing this tournament, we need an experienced striker going in. We can have an 18-year-old leading the line. So can but, I ask you a question? Given that everybody else has been so bad, in this um World Cup in that position, do you just give him a try because he's have he's been having a good season at Dortmund? Do you just give him a try? Yeah, we'll try that. All right. What what would you do if you were a flick? Would you? Because I would play Yusuf Bakoko. I'm not even gonna lie. I've given the season he's having. I mean, yeah, um, at Dortmund, and I have literally nobody else because Muller's not it. Muller doesn't have the pace. Exactly. Muller is better out wide. You know, you still. Exactly. Are dropping back in midfield right. to help out, but Muller's not it. You don't want to take Musiala out of that, that number 10 position because of his close dribbling because you don't want everyone mm-hmm. marking Musiala. Kai Havertz, it's not it. And I'm, as a Chelsea fan, I'm, let me speak into the mic. Kai Havertz is not it. Long time. <laughs> Long time. Um, I don't know if they want to You either go with the striker from Werderberman, I think it's Hoffman, and Please forgive me. Don't quote me on that. Or go with Yusuf Makoko. I'm saying go with him. I'm saying go with him. See where mm. youth gets you. Because you know Sane and Gnabry are going to bring the width. You have Musi in behind. 
use Musa, use of use of Makoko for his pace, his his energy, and he scores brilliant goals. It's not like he's a novice. To yeah, the right. Yeah, you should get that chance. That, but I'm not. I'm not sure sense. if they can spaces that because he's they're they're sitting one point in in their group right now, so he has to make a quick decision or. Germany is going back home. Mm. For the second right. time in a row. Second right. time in a row. Um, for a World Cup. Japan! They have a, they have a good team. Yeah, yeah Japan has no? a good team. Of course, yeah. They really do. They really do. Very hard-working team. Uh, so yeah. to the United States. They they give it all onto the field. Um, uh, But like I said, I think they shot themselves in the foot with the Costa Rica result where... I think they should have gotten a point or held off for a draw. Right. Like they should have went for a no, I like I like Japan though. Yeah. They're really technical and and hardworking. Really nice team. And I remember Wenger Wenger used to coaching in that league as well. The the, the Japanese league J League. I said that they're they're really technical. Their diet is good. The facilities is good. So I was expecting Japan to come out as really really good in this game. And some, they have a really good group of players as well. Um. Kubo, Minamino, Tamiyasu, um, Kamara. Uh, and half of them Yeah, played right. Isino as well. Isino used to play for Arsenal too. I was so surprised to see him in Germany. Um, not Germany, in Japan set up because he wasn't really like an old, bright um, talent. And I believe he couldn't get a work permit because he was so cheap or, or something like that. But I'm happy to see him going out. And he actually scored as well, which is really nice against Germany. And mm-hmm. right, Tommy Tommy Yasu, yeah, he really changed the game when he came on in, in the second half. He really changed the game. I made a lot, he made a last minute save as well, which is was really crucial. But yeah, mm. yep, yep, yep. Um, that's uh, that's a very valid point, and I agree. And we're not going to talk about Costa Rica. Um, let's see how these teams wrap up um, when right. they play. And to group F. Croatia, Morocco, Belgium, and Canada. Belgium has just been horrible. Kevin De Bruyne said the team too the, well. <laughs> they're too old. <laughs> they, they can't play anymore. Supposedly, and there was a bust-up after their last game as well. Exactly. There was a bust-up. Hazard is saying the defenders are too Hazard old. Hazard are saying people like Hazard should be at the World Cup. And they've just been going Hazard are just hard. <laughs> and it's like... There's like some news coming out that Kurt Waugh and Kevin De Bruyne just don't talk. They haven't talked for years. Yeah, and there was a fight between Vertonghen and, and mm-hmm. De Bruyne, I think. I could give you the inside scoop on the Courtois and yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. A couple of years ago, uh, Courtois took his lady. So, I, I you know, there's, there's, some, whoa, there's, whoa. there's some hard feelings mm, there, man. Mm-mm. So there's if you could read into a little bit more, I I could see why Kevin De Bruyne Makes doesn't sense. talk to Courtois. She like tall man. So, <laughs> so so but but alright, let's let's uh get serious here for a minute. Um, playing well, they've been abysmal. Um, Hazard, you showed ten minutes in the first game that that that, that you did some good things, but they, you should be at this World Cup. If I'm being honest, um. De Bruyne is not the guy to carry a team. He's the guy to create the play. He's even motivated to play. If you look at like when like the team loses the ball, he just puts his yeah. He just he just can't he he can't bother, and nobody's not running back or anything like that. Nobody's trying as hard as he can. I mean, it's not like he's playing for City. The team is just not you know when yeah right yeah like for example if Ronaldo ever loses the ball, he runs back for the ball to try to win it back. You know. 
cast off as well. But in, in Belgium, it's, it's not that case. And right now, De Bruyne is being christened yeah. as being one of the best midfielders in the world. What I mean... Uh, so let me ask you a question. I know what I think. Um, unfortunately, Andrew couldn't join us. So I could get his opinion. Bashuai, I'd rather start the kid Yeah, Bashuai should be benched. The, the Claret. I know he scored that first goal to give him the win over Morocco. Was it Morocco? Canada. Canada. Um, but Easy goal, too. It was an easy goal, too, but he offers nothing, mm-hmm. man. Like, he should not be playing for this team. Hazard should not. The Eden Hazard should not be in this team. Um, Thorgan Hazard has been better. Um, Trussard should, should be starting based yeah, on how he's been playing. I think should be starting. Um, Dries Mertens, I don't. He's better than Hazard, but I still doesn't want don't want him anywhere near this team. He's over um, the hill too. Yeah, Yannick Carrasco, use him more because he's not done yet. Um, just build a, this Belgium team gives you nothing. Axel Witzel, why, why? Nothing. The defense is old. This is not the golden generation. This is the old generation. The they're olden not, generation. The older generation. <laughs> they, they're. And it's sad to see because their time is up. They didn't win anything, and oh boy, this is it, depressing. It, it's a, yeah, it's a bit heartbreaking to see. It's like the f- the fall of Belgium, and it's gonna happen a little bit slowly, especially the way like how good Kevin De Bruyne is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah, drink from, but yeah, uh, it's over. Um. On a more lighter note, in that group, Croatia, they turned it on against Canada. I'm, I, I blame Canada's head coach for that one. Yeah, there's <laughs> so much. When I was watching that game, I, I, I really, I was really confused because um, sometimes I wonder where Alfonso Davies, what, what his role was on the field. I was really confused. Either he's playing left back, strike, or left wing. I don't know what he was doing in that game, but I think he has a more advanced role yeah. for Canada. I don't think he plays as a left uh, wing. Yeah, no. He, all right, so he starts as a left winger, but the, the coach was using him all over mm-hmm. the pitch. And I think it, the, the thing about him is that Canada has, like, they had, like, quite a few chances, but they just couldn't put, put it out the way as well. I, I can't remember the chances right now, but they had a really good group of chances to actually, actually um, you know, level against um, Croatia a couple of times, but they just miss everything. Just miss everything. Yeah, that that yeah. game against Belgium, they should have taken that game to them. I don't think um, uh, Fonzie should have been taking no. the penalty. I, I what? Would have thought it maybe their striker exactly. should have done it. Like you have David, you have Kyle Lahren, you have. I was one. I was wondering that same decision too. Like, why would he give the penalty to somebody who have never taken one before? But I guess he the star player in the team, one of the star players, the limelights, you know. Push it on him to score, but hey man, it's a World Cup. I don't care who you are, but uh, someone who's an expert in this gotta do do to do free kicks, exactly. corner kick, anything. All right, but that was a really stupid decision. No, in both their games, they they fought with blood, sweat, mm-hmm. and tears, but inexperience is what cost them, especially against right. the Croatia game. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. they got eliminated too, a little yeah, too but early. But the Croatia game was yeah. I mean, Croatia's playing really well though. Magic. Modric, I, I don't know. It's like he's old, but he's moving though. He was moving though, same as yeah, still. The, the, the thing is, so peep, So I, I wanted to say this 
and I thank you for reminding me, Brian, reminding me. A, a, a midfielder like Modric at, at at his age, he's an exception to the rule. That man is not human, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that man, that man is not not human for an attacking midfielder, or he could a, a, a guy that can easily play between a, 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 a eight and a six. Uh, I'm not. What am I saying? That's a ten and a and a six and a eight, bro. It, it's absolutely and crazy. And he runs. You know, the only player I see close to him is uh, a very fit um, Christian Eriksen. They both came from Tottenham. So I don't know. Make of that what you will. But it's brilliant. The Kovacic, Brozovic, and Modric midfield. Legendary midfield. Um, Yeah, and then Croatia turned on the staff. They're they're top of their group. I expect Belgium, they're not making it to tomorrow. Because Morocco played Ball against Belgium. Hakim Zayek, mm-hmm. the little magician. If only Chelsea would use them like that. But that's a topic for a different day. The little magician. Um, Morocco, I, I called it. I told you guys that this group, Morocco, would do something. You Do did. not count them out. I did not believe that Morocco would do something. I, mean, I thought it was going to be Canada in their place. But no, Morocco, they showed up, man. They, they took it to Belgium. They're balling out. So for me, um, going through from this group, I'm going to say Croatia and Morocco. Belgium are going home. They've been horrible and they should not be there anymore. I'll agree with that one. Croatia first, Morocco second. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, repeat again, please. It cut out for a bit. Uh, top two. Top two. Top two. Hmm. From this group. Yeah, we say Croatia. Yeah, and I Morocco. agree as well. Yeah, Belgium's going home. Like that, that see, and from the fat of it still, it's universal. My favorite group! Group G! Brazil! Brazil! Switzerland, Cameroon, and Serbia. Listen, I'm going to let Ryan go first. Uh, I'll, listen, the I'll the actual Brazilian. I'll let you know who's finishing first. It's Brazil. They're, they're finishing first in this group. They're... It's been it was a tough two games for them playing against Serbia and Switzerland sitting a sitting back low block hard to break down but quality eventually got through with Brazil and I'll tell you what Richarlison's goal was something spectacular man yeah. and then you, followed up by a Casemiro strike in the second game I don't know who's gonna finish second I don't think it's gonna be Cameroon because they they have to get a result out of Brazil uh it's gonna be between Switzerland and Serbia but I'll tell you what man Brazil. Good luck to whoever faces them in the knockouts. Yeah. Because here's the thing. People are going to say, oh, it's just a 1-0 win or a 2-0 win. First of all, that 2-0 win against Serbia. Serbia is a great team. No, they're very they, rugged they and Serbia very different. Serbia out of that game. Been saying that for the longest yes. while. And people right. say Serbia is not a good team because they don't know no players on the team. Serbia. You know how much players that play for just the Serbia um, attacking front three? You know how much clubs won those exactly. three players? Mitrovic on the season is having is a exactly. brilliant yeah. striker. Vlavic is Androvic. a brilliant striker. Dusan Tatic. Bro. And we're, we're forgetting Sergei. Uh, exactly. <laughs> we can't you forget Sergei. Yeah, you, you, exactly. you have Savic. Um, what is... You drop it to Milinkovic Savic. Kostic. Yeah. Even the keeper, the other Milinkovic-Savic, he's a good keeper. Oh, yeah, he plays for Torino, right? Yeah, he plays for Torino in Italy, exactly. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So, at this 
Serbia side is not a pushover, and I expect them to finish second in the oh. group because they're they're definitely gonna. But here's the thing: that Switzerland, anytime Switzerland plays Serbia, that actually is that actually gonna be my number one game for um they finish up this group because that Serbia Switzerland game is always exciting. So, uh, when they played uh, four years ago, Switzerland got the better of Serbia, but Serbia with the better squad now, they might be able to take it off Switzerland because. I, I don't the uh, Switzerland uh, unless it's Mbolo getting a goal. I, there is not I, coming, I from coming from anywhere. Listen, but the, Switzerland are good enough to beat the big boys because they beat France in the Euros last year. Exactly, and they have a better squad now. And that's the thing. I think Serbia is going through because Serbia needs the win. It's not a yeah. It's, it's a it's must. It's a definite yeah. win, and you go through. It is a must. Because they're bottom of the group and they're on one point joined with Cameroon. Right? So, it is a must win. They have the better squad. Vlavic should be fully fit. Tadej is fine. And I'm expecting a, a, a up front two of Mitrovic uh, and Vlavic and, and Tadej just coming in behind. Uh, going back, going back uh, taking a step back at just performances. The Switzerland Brazil game. If you're gonna put park eleven people behind the ball, it's gonna be a one nil win, and it's gonna take a moment of brilliance that the Casemiro strike. Because yep. I don't know who, if you watch that game, it was an attack versus defense game, like in the like on the training pitch. So, so how do you, how do you guys uh, fancy Brazil's chances overall? Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Because, one, Alexandro, for me, has been Brazil's player of the tournament thus far. Really? I would have given it to Thiago Silva, man. This guy's a freaking stud at 38 years old. Um, and Casemiro, too. He's another one. Casemiro's just making yeah, it. Yeah, but he's holding that midfield down. He's defending really good. The, re- the reason why I said that, everyone agreed that Alexandro was on no form coming into the competition. Fair we, enough, okay. They brought him because we didn't have anyone else. A complete shutout over the two games thus far. Very, very defensive tackles. His defensive... I don't know what Thiago Silva is feeding him, but all I know, this man has been brilliant. Undroppable. The, the traditional Brazilian dish, rice and beans with steak. That's all it is. <laughs> That's mm. all it is. But That's yeah, all he's it been, is. he's been brilliant so far. Um, but I think I want to say Brazil's gonna win the World Cup only because if they're breaking down teams that sit back, imagine when the game is True. stretched and you got a guy like Vinicius running mm. at you. And if you don't have Vinicius, you know what I saw cheated it. You that he did that I loved. He pulled Vinicius off in that first game and put on. Martinelli, Martinelli, Martinelli took the ball on a 40-yard run, could have scored and squared it instead. So it's when the game gets stretched, Brazil have players, whether on the bench or in the certain level, that can hurt you. And Neymar is going to be back for that for uh, the round of 16, which they already qualified for. Imagine being a fullback and you're defending against the Brazilian players. Okay, you did 60 minutes against Vinicius. 
then Martinelli comes in. It's like, yo, I got to chase after this guy. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, and if you thought your job was hard enough, and then on the other side, you got Rafinha and then Anthony. It's like, yo, they're, they're not having a break, man. <laughs> exactly. And then even if you somehow shuffle them to push the ball in the middle, you got Neymar, you got Rodrigo that can't step oh, into Rodrigo, that space. Rodrigo, another great player. <laughs> He, he he needs to start. I think he needs to start next game. Yeah, yeah, because because um, the only thing that can stop Brazil from winning this World Cup is a coach. How oh, in God's name you play Fred over Bruno Gamirez after the season and a half he's been having since he arrived at Newcastle? Listen, I'll I'll agree with you on that. I, I, don't get me wrong, I like me some Fred. Uh, I think he takes care of the ball well, but Bruno G he brings more to the attack. Exactly. I, I think I think Bruno G should have been starting over Fredju for sure. I agree with you on that one. If you're going to substitute Neymar, um, like without Neymar, Paqueta hasn't been playing that attacking midfield role well over the past couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. I would slot Rodrigo in there because when Rodrigo came on, he made a difference. But right away. Fred doesn't make Instant. it in my starting eleven. Bruno Gamirez, or I'm going with a double pivot of Casemiro and Fabinho. But Bruno Gamirez can do both defensive work and attacking work. It's mind-boggling how he didn't start. And I think it's time for this third game. Put Rafinha in. Oh, match. God. He's, yeah, I agree he's with doing you. He, he, I agree he, with you. He's doing too much good and bad things at the same time. Well, he hasn't... I would say give, let Anthony start. Let Anthony All do right. his thing. And start Jesus. Because, honestly, Jesus is, has a better link-up than really Charles. He really does. I think what Chichi's going for with uh, Richarlison over Jesus is that physicality, more of a focal point of a of an advanced forward versus someone coming back because mm. he wants someone to stretch mm. that line. Okay. So that way it gives the wingers someone to aim for in the middle in case they they would decide to cross. They they want someone to come in there and then it gives that attacking midfielder a little bit more space. That's why he's going with Richarlison. Jesus still start. I don't care. <laughs> For me, Jesus still... <laughs> still starts. But yeah, I'm expecting a better performance from Serbia. Switzerland, I'm sorry you're going home because if it's not, if the goal is not from Mbolo, I don't know where it's coming from. And Cameroon, uh, good luck to you. Oh, one, one thing on Cameroon, I don't know if you guys saw the game today. I'm sorry, not today. Um, yesterday. Yesterday. That Abu Bakar goal. That was nasty. That was nasty. Why? And he thought he thought it was like, oh, I'm off sides. He didn't even celebrate until like, oh, Varin took over. Man, how much airtime was on that Jeez. ball? I thought that ball was going over. I'm like, look at this fool. But then it just drops <laughs> underneath. Perfectly into <laughs> the net. Oh, that was that. <laughs> what a goal. And the second goal, he made the exact same run. Mm-hmm. To square it for two promoting who cannot stop scoring right at the moment. But the issue is why I don't think Cameroon will go through because even if Chiche could literally change every single player on the field and he it would be will. a starting 11 and it, and it still would be a starting 11 for any other country. Don't put it past Chiche to put Danny Alves. Don't yeah, Alves is out. timeless. You won't, I, I think he'll, he'll make five or six changes in this game. He'll put Ederson in goal. Yeah, but it's still a strong Brazil lineup. Yeah, because if let's say you let's 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 play the field and we swap out everybody, you're gonna bring in Ederson, you're gonna bring um Ed, 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 Militao, you're gonna bring in um Gabriel, um the other Gabriel I think he brought, you're gonna bring in um no. Alex Telles. 
You're going to bring back Danilo? No, didn't you bring another Gabriel? Oh, hold on. Only Martinelli and Jesus. He brought... Uh, uh, let me just look at the squad. Pull up the squad real quick because he did bring another cent- Bremer, Bremer, my Bremer, bad. Bremer, yes, from Juventus, yeah. yes. Yeah, so, so at at center back, at the back you have Alex Telles, Danilo, because Danilo didn't play the last game. Um, Bremer. I think he, I, I think he might be done for the World Cup. Are he's injured? I think yeah, because of the first game, there uh, he took a hit. Um, and then it was, I don't know, he was limping at the end of the game and he just didn't play in this game. I don't think it was uh, a option. I think he mm-hmm. might be out. Mm. Okay. But let's say you go back with, um, you, you, you keep one of the, your, your, your fullbacks the same because you don't have another option because that's Brazil's, um, weak point in the midfield. You can start Fabinho, Gamiris, um, Gamiris. And you could throw um, Everton Ribeiro in there if you wanted to. Front three, Martinelli, Jesus, Anthony. I'd like to see that. That sounds really interesting. I want to see Pedro play. I want to see Pedro play. Because we'll Pedro's a, another striker. We'll get a good look on this. I think uh, he'll use this Cameroon game to rotate the squad, give some other players some time. And... Yeah, so... And that's another strong front um, starting 11 that could win the entire thing if it was another nation. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, hey, if they get a result, they get a result. But I think Cameroon is going home and I think um, Serbia is going to pick up the vital three points. And to the last group of this competition, Group H, Portugal, Ghana, South Korea, and Uruguay. Sweet! <laughs> 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 um, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'll have you. So, Javier, uh, before um, you got on, me and Javon mm-hmm. we were talking about the uh, the argument that was going back and forth between you two regarding the penalty against <laughs> Ghana. So, I'm trying to reignite that a little bit. So, the defender kind of comes in slightly from the back, gives Ronaldo a sl- does the slightest of, you know, not a shove, but trying to ease a notch. the ball. Ronaldo goes down easily. Penalty given. You saying way too easy. It shouldn't have been a penalty. Javon, in a way, he agrees, but because he came from behind, that well, he shouldn't have given a penalty. I, I, and then he brought up an earlier incident. Yeah. So it was, I just say before, you know, if, if, if it was a Ghanaian player, was. When don't like that, it wouldn't be a penalty, to be honest, still. To be fair. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that's the softest penalty I've ever seen in the World Cup right now. This year, that's one of the most softest penalties I've ever seen. But I understand he's coming from behind. But it was barely a slight touch to be a penalty. Either way, still. It was more of he was just trying then, to, you know, yeah. a shoulder to shoulder. But I guess because Ronaldo had turned slightly. He so went the down is, as soon as he felt contact. So, so the thing is, my point, and um, for our listeners, we're going to actually um, throw this up on YouTube so you guys can see it. And we're going to actually do uh, introduce our new session, which I will, talk, which I will mention about before we um, end our episode today. But for the last point, my point is not because of anything to do with Ronaldo and whether it's a soft penalty or that. The reason why I think it should be a penalty is because from what I see in the game, I'm looking for consistency. The referee took away a goal from Ronaldo on a very, very... It's even worse than the penalty. 
soft touch. I agree with you. I thought that the defender and Ronaldo both were pushing each other. The defender flops to the floor like he's not in the box and he doesn't have a clear 50-50 challenge for the ball. So Ronaldo was like, oh, you're, you fell? I'm going to take this and I'm going to score. The referee chalks it off. If you do that for such minimal contact, you have to give the penalty the other way. No, That's my point. Refs got to be consistent. Uh, and like I told you earlier, I don't agree that refs should be making up calls. They... If you believe, if the ref believes that it wasn't a penalty and because you made a mistake earlier, Honestly, you shouldn't change your mind because uh, of the previous. The person mistake. who will give it as a penalty, call it sports soccer. Firstly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're not getting into this debate. Hey, there, there's a huge commercial going on in the States regarding the soccer versus football. Man. And, yeah, and yeah. I just hope you guys see where I'm I coming where from. I see where you're coming like, from. If, but as, as I, yeah, like I agree with you. It shouldn't be a penalty, but in the context of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what. Again, we'll throw this that's what, as, I said, as I said before, if it was a Ghanaian player, that would not be a penalty, not so ever. To be honest, it wouldn't be. Yeah, and if it was a Ghanaian player, and the same thing happened on Ronaldo, it still should have been a penalty. It doesn't matter if it's for Portugal or not, if you see what I'm saying. But yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, into whatever new section um, coming up. But overall, though, Portugal, good team? I still solid. wish They've Ghana scored, really but solid. Ghana needs some more cutting-edge players if you go to, you know, compete later on in life. We're talking about Portugal. Don't be that guy. Don't be a Ronaldo hitter. No, I don't What's hate Ronaldo. I don't miss about Ronaldo, you know. Honestly, <laughs> I just talk my mind most well, you know, to be honest. Kudos from Ghana, baller. I think it's Mohamed Kudos or something. Yeah, like that. he's linked to Liverpool. Yeah, I I've been saying he's a good player though, but some people are saying that I I don't know what I'm talking about. But see, he's challenging the World Cup right now, and it's soon going to be raving to him. You know who I'm talking about. Mhm, mhm. <sighs> I don't know. You, I don't know why you. The, the same thing. It's the same thing. Alvarez too. I knew Alvarez was a baller. That man was a baller. But yeah, um, yeah, Portugal very solid yeah, team. Yeah, they are. Um, it, it's definitely not Ronaldo anymore. If anything, it's yeah. everyone else plus Ronaldo. Imagine, imagine Bruno um, actually scored a hat trick. Oh god. Ronaldo, you, you, yo, see, Ronaldo tried to claim that goal. Yeah, he tried to claim it so <laughs> bad. <laughs> like Adidas is like from our technology in the football. But the 500 hertz whatsoever, it did not, it did not touch, touch the, the ball. <laughs> well, to Ronaldo's credit, or Bruno's, I would say, is he didn't do his CU celebration. Yeah. So maybe he was saving face for, for, with that. Exactly. So, hey, as a goal scorer, I don't blame you, Ronaldo. Claim it. Hopefully, they, 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 hopefully he was hoping they give it to him, but they didn't. But yeah, Portugal, a very solid team. Um... I'm actually kind of excited to see how they play when the game is actually open and attacking. Um, Rafael Leo, oh, what a player, man. Felix, what a player, man. Both come to Chelsea. Oh, I will drive no. to work every day. <laughs> I have a list of players that you yeah, I, I, I know, right? Like every player. It's, it's, com- it's like coming every up, player. man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What's that mean? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We have no quality going forward. Sterling is not it. Aubameyang is not it. 
he doesn't want to play Pulisic, so come to Chelsea. Everybody else, come to Chelsea. But yeah, um, Portugal has a very balanced team, and they're actually fun to watch. I've never said that about a Portuguese team under um, Fernando Santos. So he's yeah, gonna retire. So he's he's like, you know what, guys, just do what you guys want to do. Yeah, he's making he's me a- eat my <laughs> words. <laughs> he's enjoying life. <laughs> yeah, Ghana. Ghana are you also got it. good, man. They, they got they, it. They, they look they're, good. They're, they're good. They're they've been battling. They took they took the game to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, South Korea. That was a fun game to watch against South Korea. Mm-hmm. South Korea is kind of disappointed though. Son, no goals. Mm-mm. He's not been on good form coming into this. He's been hot and cold, but I was still expecting more, man. And Uruguay, Uruguay's a little bit on the disappointing side too. They just. They don't, don't want to attack. And then, I, problem. and then that game against Portugal, they did nothing but attack or did nothing with it. Yeah, it, it was similar to the 2018 uh, knockout game between Portugal where they just sat back, but they had quality players to go forward and convert the goals. Cavani. They're older now, so they can't really do the same thing. Yeah. And I feel like they're not... They, they have a midfield to where they could press the ball. They're mm. not using the strengths of their midfield, and they're just, and they're not using they're Valverde properly. Fact, no, they're, not. they're not using Valverde properly. Because if you if you see Valverde play this season, you know what you do with Valverde. Give him a free roll in that midfield. I say, hey, yeah, Freddy, Freddy, just run, just run, man. That's all I want you to do. Run with the ball, mm. bring it upfield. So we got crossing for for Darwin. Well, Suarez is too old. old. Yep. They've they've been a bit of a shame. Um, but I, yeah, I'd, I'd go for Portugal and Ghana in this group. And Ghana, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna. I think they're gonna face Brazil. And... <sighs> it's gonna be a fun game. Should be a fun game. Yeah, I go for Portugal. Isn't Portugal already through? Yeah, they're already through. So they, they are qualified, group. but not qualified first. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so we'll, I'll do the same. Portugal first. Portugal first. Ghana second. Javier. Um. I agree as well. And, you know, before I got cut off, talking about Ghana, I was seeing that Ghana needs more cutting-edge players in their team, meaning that Eddie Nketiah should have decided where he wants to play, England or Ghana. He should have spent for Ghana because I don't mm. think he will reach England's squad anytime soon. And I believe Hudson Adoy chose to play for Ghana as well. So I don't know why those players didn't go to the World Cup. Eddie Nketiah, he's just confused. Hudson Adoy, probably wants the same team. Play for England as well, but he's not going to happen right now. It's not. But mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just my point in it. But yeah, uh, Portugal first, Ghana second, either way. Wonderful. I totally agree. And yeah, that we went through all the group stages. And that's, that's, that's the roundup. All right, that brings us to the final of the final whistle. You see what I did there. Um, so quick news, quick news. Um, please go follow our YouTube channel. It's called the Final Whistle Football Podcast. Um, we'll be pumping out much more content. Uh, starting with our controversial calls. Uh, much more coming from that. Please follow us at the Final Whistle Podcast on Instagram. Um, I just want to give a shout out to. Wavy Foodie, uh, follow them on Instagram. They kept a hosting party that I went to on Sunday, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, so shout out to Josh and them. Shout out to the Five Aside Podcast. 
this is them the footy experience from a black perspective and just give a shout out give a shout out and just like on the page and i am just to wrap up any final thoughts boys uh great world cup tomorrow we got mexico saudi arabia argentina poland uh i think there's gonna be a shocker in that one and i'm, I'm telling you i think mexico's gonna pull it a rabbit out of the hat in that one nope saudi arabia oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, my final thought is that uh just i hope everybody enjoys the world cup it's it's you know every four years you know um, USA, just, Brazil. Just support the teams Brazil. that you support. Just, you know, just enjoy. All right. Germany going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just messing with you, bro. Um, thank you, guys. Please remember us to follow us at the Final Whistle Football Podcast at YouTube. Follow us at the Final Whistle uh, Podcast on Instagram. That's the one with the blue logo. Follow us at the Final Whistle without the E at the end and replace that with a 10 on Twitter. Email us at thefinalwhistle2022 at gmail.com. I am your host, Javon. He's Ryan Pereira. That's Javier Gordon. I don't know why I just said everyone's name, but I'm having fun. And catch you guys on the flip. See you.